Home Sense? Why is it Home Sense? The prices make sense. Ooh, outdoor is in. Are those plates melamine? Pretty planters, pillows, lanterns. Pretty much everything outdoor. And the savings. What well, makes sense to me now? Out save on outdoor. Find a store at homesense.com. It's spelled like Jizya. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pay a Jizz tax? A Jizya tax. So. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is the Utah Outcast. We are a very much uncensored and unabashedly atheist show coming at you from the great and spacious state of Utah via podcast and YouTube. We strive to bring you some entertaining news you missed, some fun with real audio, and oh so much more each week. For each topic we find funny, infuriating, or just plain newsworthy, we make sure to consume each with as much skepticism and as much as reverence as illegally allowed. The panel for this week's show is just Kyle Steamlick. Since uh, Felicia did a couple solo, that means Kyle gets to do a couple solo, I guess. Give you guys a break. I do. I get to do a couple solo. Except maybe we need to find a uh, <laughs> we need to find a fourth rotating panel. Let's, let's work on that one. Are you saying I'm not enough to carry the show? No, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying mm-hmm. to give you guys a day off. Mm-hmm. You, know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you need to find someone I... sassy. That's what we need to find. <laughs> Are you trying to say I'm not sassy? You're we, taking a personal affront to everything there, Kyle. How many beers have you had? <laughs> 20. No. What are you trying to say to me, man? No. What, are you, what are you trying to say? It, you, I, I'm not as drunk as you think I am. This oh. is not. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Kyle, and uh, welcome to the show. As for usual, I am your wonderful host. Actually, I, I'm, I'm kind of half-rated, really. Yeah, it just made you laugh. You almost, you almost spit take on that one. I'm your host for the episode X. Uh, before we get started, I'm happy to give a super heaping spoonful of love to our biggest and baddest patrons out there who are our most amazing supporters of the show we have robert jones dan ellis and our newest patron danny lopez welcome Uh, i'm really looking forward to sending you guys all your preferred piece of merch real soon so for those who are wondering what they can do uh, to show their love for the show um that we so lovingly craft for you each week without requiring any cash all we ask is that you leave us a uh even if you like us just as friends uh to give us a few seconds of your time in whatever app that you decide to listen to us through and uh, give us a rating, or at the very least, a subscribe. That'd be great. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all other sorts of venues as Utah Outcast, or just email us, mailbag at utahoutcast.com, which I've actually started importing all the mail from. So I've, I, it works. It actually works. So I didn't miss anything. You guys you guys just send me all your hate mail, whatever you want to send us. Mailbag at Utah Outcast. Uh, we have no community stuff this week that I can think of, except for the, uh, the, the Satan thing. From the uh, the satanic temple, the satanic classes, or what is it, kids satanic? Yeah, the uh, the after school satanic uh, classes. After which, school Satan, that's what it was. The, uh, yes, after school Satan, which is causing quite the uh, mm, hullabaloo. I, I think quite is the, the prolapsed <laughs> anus from the the, <laughs> the, the heritage. What is it? The Heritage Institute or whoever the fuck it is. The, the Heritage Institute. The uh, the school district is kind of. Um, they put. They tried to put a good face on it. They're like, "Look, we we rent out our space after school to people that have the money." You know? <laughs> yeah, they they kind of puckered and uh, did the. Well, we have to rent space to everybody as long as there's space available. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know what I mean? So, if anybody wants yeah. to have a meeting at the school, here's how you get a hold of us. So they're trying to say, yeah. 
and it's at Granite School District. They're trying to do it for those that are local yeah. here. Um, and so they're, they're trying to get the spaces all booked up as much as possible so they could not so they could say, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have room in the inn for you. Go to that manger. <laughs> Which I think the Satanic Temple yeah. would be happy to go and uh, take over the uh, the seminary building. That'd be funny. <laughs> we'll take this space. Thank you very much. Just imagine the clutched pearls from everybody. Oh, God. oh my God. Oh, how dare they? Terrible. Oh, oh. oh boy. Okay, so it's time for news you missed, and you might wonder why we call it that. Uh, that's because we most we know most networks out there uh, don't share our bias for the news, so we bring you the most uh, unfiltered and you know skewed news as we possibly can. We're we're like MSNBC on on crack cocaine. I mean, well, let's see, <laughs> more like PCP. Yeah, let's do let's do Angel Dust. Angel Dust hasn't yeah. been in vogue in a long time. News on Angel Dust. We're, we're the news on bath salts. That's what we are. We're going to eat your fucking face. <laughs> news <laughs> so, you missed. News you missed. Okay. 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 Here's what I want to say, brother. Here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say. Okay. 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 So, so, so. I'm going to eat your fucking face. <laughs> yeah, I can't Ale- feel Alex my face, Jones guys. Is the... I can't feel my face, guys. <laughs> Alex Jones <laughs> is like the <laughs> conservative <laughs> news you missed. <laughs> well, except uh, all of our stuff's absolutely true. His shit is just <laughs> wow. Uh, sadly, we only have one tiny little clip of Alex Jones, but that's coming up later on in the uh, the fun with real audio segment. So just stay tuned for that one. So news you missed. The very first one that we have for today is the mayor of Stockton, California, as you can see on the image here. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, Anthony Silva was arrested Thursday morning in his Stockton at his Stockton youth camp at Silver Lake in Amador County on several charges involving at least one minor and a game of strip poker, as the records show. This 41-year-old man was charged with eavesdropping and recording confidential communications, contributing to the delinquency of a minor and providing alcohol to a minor and cruelty to a child by endangering health, according to the court records. They're throwing the fucking book at this guy. So what he's being charged for happened between uh, like August 5th and 9th of last year. So they've had this stuff for like a year. They, mm-hmm. they like seized his computer and all this other stuff. Uh, so the FBI investigated this guy because it was seized by Homeland Security. You're a bad fucking mayor. if Your phone <laughs> is being seized by fucking Homeland Security at San Francisco International Airport as he got off a flight from China. Oh, fuck. Oh, so mm, what's he been up to? No, dude, you can't travel to a communist country being a leader in this in 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 America unless you know it's a sanctioned event. You know, yeah. Well, you know what they say: what happens in China stays in China. And also, how fucking dumb are you? You get a burner. (laughs) No, (laughs) don't give him ideas. (laughs) Just the the stupidity of the fucking right sometimes just astounds me because they don't even think about this stuff before they commit the crimes. It's like. Huh, I'm going to go to a foreign country and I might be doing some dumb shit. Um, yeah, let me take my my iPhone with me, you know, that you could be spied on <laughs> through every venue possible. It has like hardly any fucking way of keeping people out of it. So anyway, the FBI was investigating and one of the clips that they found on his phone contained the audio of several people dur- during a strip poker game in his uh, bedroom at the camp. Uh, one of the participants was 16 years old. And so they said, we're hearing that there were multiple adults present, that there was only one minor present, said Silva's attorney, Alan Sawyer, said on Thursday <laughs> evening. So, you know, only one minor at your Look, fucking there was, <laughs> there, was only, there was only one minor, and he totally said he was 18, so it's cool. 
And, you know, he, he, the lawyer said that him saying his refusal to cooperate with police was just him protecting the American people. Uh, and th- to... This is the quote from him. He said, they're not going to find any espionage or anything like that on my computers and my cell phone because I did like the ex guy said, and I went and got a burner before I went. <laughs> I bought me a cheap Mac, uh, not MacBook, because that costs money. Uh, it's a, a Chromebook. That's what I took. <laughs> Chromebook. Yeah. I, I bought a Chromebook. <laughs> But by giving into that sort of search when I knew the search was illegal, um, no. No, it wasn't. (laughs) No. Uh, And it'll be proven that they have to give the stuff back anyways. I wasn't wasn't protecting the rest of American people. Please give my pictures back. (laughs) Please give me my strip poker game back. I I miss hearing Kevin's sweet little voice. I'm gonna I'm gonna need it on the inside. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> and then he says, uh, "Let's see, what is it? If you listen to one of your attorneys, the federal government and all sorts of other people trying to get Mayor Silva, they said they have had this evidence for over a year. Unlimited resources resources have been spent on this in an effort to find something they can investigate. I don't think uh, unlimited. No." Not unlimited, and no, they weren't just fishing for something they could investigate. No, they, they obviously found something. <laughs> <laughs> they found something. What they were doing was compiling enough evidence to build a strong case for prosecution. Yeah, as I come to find out, when I uh, when we were kind of shitting on, uh, who was it that got off the hook recently here in Utah? Mark Shirtliff got off, or was it yeah, uh, the other no, guy? it was Shirtliff. Shirtliff got off because they well, they had they, stuff. They they have plenty. But the feds. But the, <laughs> well, yeah, the the feds and the Davis County District Attorney decided to drop. There's not a whole lot of explanation about exactly they're, what they're going uh, for. Bigger fish, and he has the bait. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation that he's going that he cut a deal and is going to testify against. Uh, the uh the, the mormon church bag. no <laughs> <laughs> the the douchebag swallows yeah john swallow yeah yeah from that guy anyway back to silva yes let's see uh the time is extremely suspicious as people will only hear half the story before the election yes it's an election <laughs> thing yeah that's mm-hmm. exactly what they did we he will clear his name it's a conspiracy no. for the ages <laughs> no 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 it's not a conspiracy it's not a conspiracy you decided to uh, gamble <laughs> with minors over clothes. Strip poker with minors uh, at your uh, youth camp. What the uh, fuck man, are no. you thinking, man? <laughs> that is that is well, one that is unbelievably cliche. Yeah, and the the funny thing <laughs> is, this guy is like ultra religious. <laughs> of course he is. That's the only reason I bring him up is because he's like he's super Christy uh, mayor of Stockton. You know, uh, this is the guy that gave the key of the city. To God, to, yeah, of this course, <laughs> of of course he is. I just <laughs> no, but the funny thing is, this isn't the first time he's fucked up. Uh, it does not. because he owned a gun uh, recently. Well, he owned it up until recently, until you know it got quote unquote stolen. That was used to kill a 13 year old boy in 2015, but he didn't report his stolen his stolen gun to the police <laughs> until a <laughs> month after that crime happened. <laughs> Of course. Yeah, that's not suspicious or anything. Not at all. No. Fucking dummy. Especially a guy who plays strip poker with kids. He said that the the house had been burglarized and his forty caliber Beretta, fucking douche, along with a 100-quart cooler, a generator, a laser printer, a camera, and a game console. But which one? 
Your Wii? I bet you have a Wii. <laughs> you're, you're the kind of pedophile to have a Wii U. That's what you have. Oh, fuck. But a 100-quart cooler, that's a big fucking like, cooler, man. That's yeah, 25 gallons. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, like, the guy didn't, like, run into the place. It, it had to have been, like, a two-person team to carry a cooler that big between them. You know? It had to be, like, the the people that you see carrying the panes of glass on the street. You know, it had to be one handle between each person. Of course it is. Well, especially in a generator, too. Fucking, goddamn, a laser printer. You, yeah. Make yes. sure He who's, just wants a new laser printer. That's what it steal, is. Who steals a laser printer? Shit. Fucking toner cartridges are expensive as balls on that thing, man. <laughs> it's that that list reads like a guy going okay what would kids steal what would kids steal uh i can't think of a single meth head that would steal a laser printer it's too no. much it's too big <laughs> uh, and so, cooler. Oh, they'd steal a cooler yeah they'd steal a cooler because they want beers yeah well in the hundred quart cooler what's the like the first thing a lot of people do when they get giant fucking coolers they write their name in sharpie on it somewhere so yeah, there's nobody gonna turn that over for meth money somewhere. <laughs> yeah, the handgun I could see, but and a generator, eh, maybe a camera and a game <laughs> console. I bet you that camera had you know illicit shit on it too. I'm sure it did. And <laughs> the game console, I'm sure he threw in there for good measure. You know, you know, because that, that's what kids would do. <laughs> let, yeah, let's make it look like the kids stole this. Okay, so the next one that we have here is uh, we have. A bunch of anti-GMO shit, which I, I, it bugs the shit out of me. So, and I'm sad that our president did it, but he signed a law into effect recently. Yeah, well, you know. He I understand why. He's being yeah. pressured, of course. Well, no, but he, he didn't write the law. No, but he signed it, though. That's the thing. Well, no, he just didn't have a good reason to veto it. Because it's dumb and anti-scientific. Well, it's, it, <laughs> yes, but, <laughs> I mean, shit, the guy's probably kind of tired of not signing laws. Oh, wait, something actually made it to my desk. Oh, wow. shit, shit, shit. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Okay, so the the law that he signed into effect would require all food labels to say if they contain genetically modified ingredients. So, so gonna everything. Label, yeah, everything. They're going to label everything. Which really makes me laugh because I was at Walmart today. And I was at, yes, I shop at Walmart. Fuck you guys. Uh, and I saw that there were a, uh, there was a bag of seedless grapes. <laughs> <laughs> and at the very bottom of the bag on the, like the right hand side it said non-gmo oh and i'm like you fucking liars <laughs> liar liar you goddamn liar what they forgot what they forget to mention here is that there's actually no real standard for <laughs> what is and is not gmo I think anything in our agriculture is a fucking genetically modified organism. <laughs> yes, it is. Cows, ducks. Fun. <laughs> Funny how that works. Bread. Yeah. I'd, love, I'd love to just see everything show up as GMO. You know, one day you're walking through the supermarket and you see a non-GMO banana. <laughs> oh, like, those are going to be terrible. Not GMO banana. Look at that. Oh, fuck. What's this? Look it's at these seeds. There's seeds everywhere. <laughs> it's full of seeds. There's just nothing but seeds. These are terrible. Who eats these? <laughs> Nobody. You fucking idiots. Oh, it's non GMO. Therefore, it's good. Der, der, der. I the non GMO apple. <laughs> and I died because I got cyanide poisoning. Man, so the he signed a new law that would require food labels, um, genetically modified organ organ or ingredients. Sorry, 
uh, supported by supported by the food industry, preempts a recently passed and stricter. Okay, so that's probably why this happened. Vermont ruling that requires food to say produced with genetic engineering. That's what the label has to say. So instead, companies will be allowed to either say in plain words on the package or provide a QR code. So they can just hide it with a QR code on there somewhere. A 1-800 number or website for consumers to visit for more information. Oh, okay. That's not really that bad. No, but just still, you know. They're like still. They're gonna say see a GMO thing, and this comes from uh, JT Everhard from the Pathios blog. Uh, mm-hmm. He goes, "Oh my God, is this made of chemicals? Is this bad for me?" He's like, "Fuck no, they're not bad <laughs> for you. Everything <laughs> is chemical. <laughs> <laughs> What's in this bottle of water?" A recent review of two decades of research and over 900 studies by the National Academy of Sciences has not found any evidence that genetically modified organisms pose a hazard to human health. But advocates say that not enough is known about GMOs, and consumers want to know exactly what's in their food. No, they don't. You really don't want to know what's in your food. No, they don't. (laughs) No, they don't. Judging by the line of people who go to McDonald's every day and Burger King and every other fast food restaurant. Yeah, you really don't want to know what's in that food. Yeah, people don't really want to know what's in their food. (laughs) Okay, so the next asshole that we have is also a genetically modified organism. And I didn't think we were ever going to be talking about this guy ever again. But we have Josh Duggar. God, this shit stain. Who somehow has made it back into the news here. Uh, He's being sued over the picture that he used as his profile picture on AshleyMadison.com. Good. (laughs) So, and the, 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 the text for this is just awesome. And this comes from Dan Errol who says that the unapologetic sexual predator Josh Duggar is facing a lawsuit <laughs> over the Ashley Madison profile image. And it's a picture of him and his wife. Not the one pictured here on YouTube because I didn't want to get sued by <laughs> the photographer. So the photographer, Matthew McCarthy, is taking legal action against them after discovering that his picture was being used on the account as well as OkCupid and Twitter in order to secure <laughs> sexual encounters behind his wife's back. He's arguing since the scandal broke, he has been hit with a barrage of harassing messages and says that the scandal cost him gigs as a DJ. (laughs) Oh, he's one of those guys. (laughs) I DJ on the side and I take photography too. You know, that's cool, man. Be your own boss. I I get it, but (laughs) I don't, I don't, I wouldn't really want to bag on this guy too bad (laughs) because he's suing Josh Duggar. (laughs) He's suing Josh Duggar. And you know what? If anybody gave this guy shit for that, you know, (laughs) you're the, you're an asshole for, for giving the photographer shit. Yeah. So the, um, what's, what's really telling here is that I don't know if you followed anything that's happened since his, uh, Mm -mm. internment into some sort of rehab that he was in. (laughs) <laughs> so he has said recently that he is not going to apologize for his actions. Of course he's not, because Jesus forgave him. So oh, no, because he was, he was under the control of the oh, devil. Oh, the devil. <laughs> of course. Of course he was. The devil is my penis. You know, choke fucking a stripper and adult film stars and stuff Shit. like that. And just the guy needs to be fucking called out into the fucking sunlight every time that his his ugly head and face and profile uh, shows up. That Jim Bob and family have raised a whole fucking slew of shitty people. Yeah, and those yeah, poor kids, yeah. those poor girls, man. They just I feel so bad for quiverful girls. It's just fucking terrible. <laughs> and I also feel bad 
segue uh, for the people that are currently living in Brazil and other uh, Central American countries that are having to deal with the fucking Zika virus. I feel oh, bad for shit. them, yeah. but things are getting progressively worse, especially coming up here to the Americas because Senator mm-hmm. Marco Rubio said on Saturday, another, you know, Florida guy, another shit bag. Florida. Yeah. He doesn't believe that pregnant women infected with the Zika virus should have the right to an abortion. Of course not. Even if she had reason to believe the child would be born with severe microcephaly. Um, Yeah, of course, because that's a blessing, right? Yeah, I guess so. You know, (laughs) God touched you or whatever it is. It's a blessing to have a child that's going to live every second of its life in absolute pain until it dies horribly. Yeah, like we really needed a a new generation of pinheads. Sure. And I'm not I'm not saying that disparagingly. I'm just saying that's what they were called. But I'm just okay. Someone's gonna get offended by that. I'm sure. But <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, so, they, and this they is will, they will once they Google it. Yeah, no shit. Because I mean, nobody watched that that see the couple of seasons of uh, American Horror Story with Pepper. <laughs> so uh, let's see, Marco Rubio, the the pinhead in chief, said. I understand a lot of people uh, disagree with my point of view. Hang on, I need to get a drink of water real quick. <sighs> but I believe that all human life is worthy of protection of our laws. And when you present it in context of Zika or any prenatal condition, it's a difficult question and a hard one. I got a hard one for you, Marco. Come here, buddy. <laughs> Actually, no. No, he don't get it. He don't get the D. No. He no. said, but if I'm, going, if I'm going to err, I'm going to err on the side of life. No, no, dude. <laughs> no. no, this is this is a case where you don't err on the side of life because that's not life. Yeah, the CDC no. director, uh, Tom Frieden, said that we've never before had a mosquito-borne disease that can cause a birth defect. That's why we take it so seriously. The key is to protect pregnant women. Yeah, and so Rubio replied with, "Obviously, microcephaly is a terrible prenatal condition that kids are born with, and when they are, it's a lifetime of difficulties." So I get it. <laughs> I'm not pretending to you that there's an easy question you ask me, but I'm pro-life, and I'm strongly pro-life, and I believe all human life should be protected by our law, irrespective of the circumstances or condition of that life. No. No, God, man. No. <laughs> Some people don't no. need, don't need to live. They don't need no, to be, you don't this, need to put somebody through something like that. If you have a chance of, you know, getting rid of that problem before it has to be living in this fucking world, this world's hard enough already, man. But yeah, no, this isn't, this isn't like, you know, oh, my kids got down syndrome where no. they can live a mostly normal life. Yeah. And they're, this, I've seen people with downs that are as smart as other, I mean, I'm not saying people that have downs well, don't have it. No, I have intelligence. I'm just saying that I've known a lot of, functioning people that you know downs people would run laps around them especially yeah. in like every day-to-day kind of shit so yeah i'm pretty sure we work with a few of them yeah i, I mean i'm high functioning <laughs> probably i'm somewhere on the spectrum I'm, I'm, I'm assuming otherwise why would i do podcast every week you're on the you're somewhere on the downs oh. the, the, the down syndrome scale i've never checked oh, if I have an extra chromosome shit. Fuck you, oh, Kyle. Oh shit, that was that was awful. <laughs> that was rude. I, I'm a horrible person. I'm I am so sorry. I'm okay, so-, so let's see. Rubio has taken the leadership role in trying to prevent the spread of Zika. He became the first Republican to co-sponsor Obama's 1.9 billion Zika fighting legislation, which was watered down by the House of Re- Republicans and after it passed the Senate. 
and the legislation ultimately failed, and Rubio points out that he voted for every Zika bill that he could. But you can't get your party to support your fucking state. Good job, <laughs> Florida. Good job. Yeah. No, this is bad. This is no. If 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 well, you're and, if you're a pregnant woman and you and you have you contract Zika, your your child could very possibly be born with and severe with, with a severe birth defect that is going to kill them. Yeah. Not kindly, not quietly. Uh, yeah. No, this is not. This is not a good thing. And the uh, there was a U.S. representative, Patrick Murphy, who pointed mm-hmm. uh, to that vote that, that came across and mm-hmm. said in a press release Saturday that Rubio has exploited the Zika vi- uh, crisis to attack women's health funding and Planned Parenthood. Of course he has. And so he's been consistently pro-life. I mean, I'll give him that. At least he's... You, it's, not, <laughs> it's not hard to stick to that fucking high ground, is it, Rubio? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because even he was opposed to abortion in cases of rape or incest, you know, that's, that's the extent of this guy's fucking, just he, no, no across the fucking board. It's easy yeah, for no. you to not have a nuanced position, isn't it? <laughs> no, he, he lives in such a fucking little bubble. God, he's like a fucking child when it comes to the real world. And of course, Rubio took issue with the Democrats raising Planned Parenthood because he said the words Planned Parenthood don't appear anywhere in the law. Yeah. Good job, buddy. Yeah, of course. Let's see. Uh, Rubio said that the bill limited uh, federal Zika money to community health centers and hospitals, basically Medicare providers, mm. which with limited funds, you want to ensure that those funds were going to facilities in every community in the state. In the end, I voted for laws that don't have the condition there either. I just want the money to start flowing. And he faults Democrats for not passing the scaled back legislation. Yeah, blame of, the Democrats. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> And he's pissed yeah. off because he's saying the Planned Parenthood angle is something they basically made up to have a political reason not to pass Zika, so they came back in August and and campaign on it. No, they actually care about people. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> and so that's what I mean by political volleyball. Both sides have played that game. I would have preferred the yeah. House just passed a clean funding bill and all vote if that comes out. Yeah, but your guy, no, your right. your House isn't gonna. You guys control the House and the fucking Senate. You know. The, what and you guys still can't get shit done no you still just shit it's on each other's bills every time they come across every single time god damn it it's fucking ridiculous so uh, uh let's talk about another human disaster we have donald fucking trump in the news and this is gonna uh, be a quick one really because the human dumpster fire yeah, um he's kind of pissed off because he's been going off on this tear recently about how if uh all of our NATO allies and other allies that we have, they don't do enough for our protect for the protection that we provide them. He has no idea what NATO is or does. And the thing is, is like he's going off on Japan now. Of course, he is Japan even a part of NATO? I don't believe so because they're not North Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but the thing is, Japan's been our ally because a we bombed the living fuck out of them in World War II. Yeah. And we, we help them reestablish their country. Yeah. And the thing is, is that they can sit home and watch Sony television if the U.S. has ever attacked, according to Trump. Oh, we just for, had to add Sony in there, you know. Ah, uh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, we have a treaty in J- with Japan where if Japan is attacked, we have to use the full force and might of the United States. Okay, Donald. 
Yeah. Let go through this line of thought for like three more seconds. Go three more uh -huh. seconds into this. Who will Japan be attacked by? North Korea, Russia, or China? Yeah. But he says, let's see, uh, if we're attacked, Japan doesn't have to do anything. They can sit home and watch Sony television. Okay. Yeah, you, you know Japan does not really have a military. They have finally been able to have one now. They have the, one. The diet, the diet there has finally gone from... not very big. <laughs> they have their self-defense force, and it's not yeah. huge like it used to be. I mean, right. it's it's still a pretty good military, but the thing is, like, they've just barely in the last couple of years have been able to do, like, expeditionary missions. Right. Instead they're, of, you know, just... They're just... They're just not in a position to go try to defend anybody else aside from themselves. That's just logistically, they don't have much to send elsewhere. Yeah. And what really bugs me is like, and he's, this is tied to the NATO thing only because he's kind of saying the same shit about this is that he <clears throat> said that previously stated that he wants Japan, Germany, Saudi Arabia, South Korea, and NATO countries to quote unquote pay up. If uh, if I remember correctly, we're allowed to have sovereign bases on those on most of those NATO countries' soil. Yeah, we that's are. the paying up that they get. <laughs> that, yeah, no, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, there's a lot of people that think we shouldn't have a foothold in places like that, and I think we could I, scale back and be just fine. But the thing right. is, is, like, we're there. <laughs> we have <laughs> we provide them weapons, we provide them training. Mm -hmm. I mean, shit on the base that we live near here, I see all sorts of like foreign military planes coming in. You know, it's kind right. of hard to miss a, a plane that has yeah. a turkey flag on the back of it, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, fuck. Look at the size Look at the size of our military. Do you really think 200 troops from Germany or Japan or anywhere else is really going to help? Yeah. And so he oh. says, they owe us tremendously. We're taking care of all those people. And I'll, and what I want them to do is to pay up. <laughs> this guy is so fucking dumb, man. <laughs> he, he has he, he has no idea what he's talking about. Oh, fuck. Why do people like this guy? I, I, don't, I don't get it. And the article that I got it from said that he's been having a... Uh, <laughs> He's been having the worst weeks and one of the worst weeks in modern American politics this past week. And oh yeah, I'd go into that, but I don't want to. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. No. We could go into the polls that say he's behind third party <laughs> candidates in the polls. It's fucking terrible. Man. <laughs> he's behind two third party. He's like coming in fourth. It's funny as hell in some polls. So the last one that I have for us on our news you missed segment is we have Idaho who is reconsidering the law allowing religious parents to kill their kids without punishment. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, well, Emmett Meta. Thanks for the great headline. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's just, that's so, that's so good. Because I, Idaho is only one of six states where you can escape charges of negligent homicide, manslaughter, or capital murder as long as it happened as an exercise of your religious faith. So, so if you're uh if you're a christian scientist religion prevented you from taking the kid to the doctor you won't be punished and uh let's see. and of all the six states idaho is the only one <laughs> where children have actually lost their lives because yeah. of their parents religious beliefs uh you know as much as i as much as i don't want it to happen mm -hmm. part of me really really wants to see 
a case where a parent actually stoned their child. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to think about the kid being stoned, but at the I same time. No, I do not, under any circumstances, please do not anybody <laughs> misconstrue what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I do not want any child to actually be harmed here. But I kind of want to see that happen. Just because I want to see that shit show. So on on paper, the state convened a legislative uh, committee to review the law. I don't think the rights of parents should supersede the rights of the child. Thank you. That was from the uh, assistant district attorney, county prosecutor, Gene Fisher. Good. Who who asked lawmakers to remove the state exemption. Good. Fisher said that as a prosecutor, she is held to a higher standard than any other attorney, meaning she can only press charges if she believes law is in her favor to win. Under Idaho's religious medical exemption, she has been unable to bring possible child abuse or neglect cases to court because of that. Right. I think we should be looking at the rights of the children because children are not chattel anymore. Good word. (laughs) Yes, very good word. Children are not property. I think we need to respect that. And despite the common sense reasons to eliminate the exemptions, uh, don't hold your breath, says Hemet. The interim committee will continue to meet over the summer, but it is unclear if they will submit a recommendation before the 2017 legislation, legislative session. So considering they have a whole shitload of Republicans up there, I don't think it's going to happen. I'll be gladly, I'll gladly eat my hat if that's not the case, but um, yeah, it's just unacceptable. I, I don't think. <laughs> no, this is, that's yeah, that's shit. Fucking terrible. Okay, so that brings us to the end of News You Missed for this week. We're going to go ahead and jump into our first break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the Decalogue. We've got that for you this week. Catch you in a minute. Utah Outcasts. Hi, this is Trav Mamone, host of the By Any Means podcast. Join me every week as I interview bloggers, podcasters, writers, and activists about the intersections of atheism, humanism, racial justice, feminism, LGBTQ rights, and other social issues. You can subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher, and you can read my blog at freethoughtblogs.com slash byanymeans. And remember, that's by spelled B-I. Come take a listen to the musings of a queer humanist, because, hey, aren't we all a little bi-curious? <laughs> we just gave the patrons a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, go. Uh, we seriously, I think we just went about 20, 30 minutes on Suicide Squad. <laughs> so go listen to that. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, uh, what we're going to be talking about now is the, uh, it's the Atheist Decalogue. And this topic that we have for this week isn't quite atheist-related, except for the fact that I believe that atheist issues are also humanist issues, which are also feminist issues, which are also, uh, you know, people of color issues. And so, hey, hey, don't you be trying to sell me on any of that atheist plus shit. Well, and I, I will not use the fucking term atheism plus. <laughs> we, we, I will uh, not use egalitarianism. No, nah, nah, god damn it. We're a one issue purple people, people. Yeah. Because, oh. you know, we, we got the answer to yeah. the easiest fucking multiple choice test that there yeah, possibly no could shit. be. <laughs> Like, is there a God? I don't think nope. so. <laughs> <laughs> is there a God? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Do you Probably have a belief not. in the God? No, I don't. Okay, that's easy. Yay. Now let's move on to more let's hard Let's move on shit. to something else, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we had to come up with the top ten, and I didn't have time to, to vet this out to people. And honestly, it's something that I think most people need to hear about, especially if they're on the fence about Black Lives Matter. Uh, because the, I, uh, sadly there is a lot of this in the atheist movement where there's a lot of people that are like, well, all lives matter. I'm an egalitarian, 
you know, all these, you know, fair to the middle end of the road kind of thing, you know, I refuse to make a statement on anything until I have hard evidence. Yes, that's good mm-hmm. as a skeptic, but when it comes to, you know, we actually have evidence of some of this stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, it may not be to the extent that some people say, just like how people make up the, 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 the stats about uh, rape and everything. They might not be, like, one in, like, two, as a lot of people would have you believe, but it is a lot higher than people want to think it is. So that's the same thing when it happens to Black Lives Matter. The stats are out there. To the extent where people are like saying, oh my God, the world's ending. Probably not quite. But the thing is, it does affect a, a 12% of our fucking population. Yeah. One that's does. been marginalized for a long goddamn time. So mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, yes. Moving on. This is the top <laughs> 10 things. Well, actually, this is their entire manifesto. And it's only 10 things. So mm-hmm. number one, end broken windows policing, which aggressively pol- polices minor crimes in an attempt to stop larger ones. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a policy which has been shown to not it really work. work. No. <laughs> so, uh, vigorously enforcing small crimes like vandalism will prevent larger crimes from happening. That's what the police tend to think. No, uh, this but law it has this law has allowed police to increase stop and frisks, which is woefully unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to have some fucking evidence before you stop somebody and frisk them, or you pull them over and you search them for shit. That's just wrong. I, I, at least I think so. Uh, it and it also en- enables race, racial stereotyping, of course. Uh, black Lives Matter argues that black men and women are unfairly targeted by police using this law as an excuse and that this policy ultimately leads led to the death of Eric Garner. You know, the guy yes. that was selling Lucy's in front of the, 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 the convenience store. Right. You know, yeah. oh my God, he didn't have a stamp on those cigarettes. You know, he can't <laughs> sell individual ones. You have to sell them as a pack. And this is the reason that he got killed. He got choked and the, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Oh, shut up criminal. Except they probably didn't say criminal. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is the, the first point of the plan and uh, probably the most controversial because, you know, I think, and I'm, I'm glad to a point that some, that a lot of cops do go around looking for crimes happening. Right. But the thing is, you know, there's some small shit that you could probably let slide a lot easier than others. But, I mean, I'm talking about, like, if somebody's breaking into a house, and who's to say if someone is breaking into a house? I'm glad they stop people, but at the same time, don't think that every black person, you know, standing out in front of the front porch trying to get into their house is trying to break into a house. And that's right. had that We've got documented cases of that shit happening where the cops we come do, up to We them. do. Yeah, a lot of them. <clears throat> so, number two. Use community oversight for misconduct rather than having the police department decide what consequences officers should face. Right. And who's, who's arguing against that, really? <laughs> the police departments? <laughs> <laughs> the police departments, yes. Yes, because they want to be able to say, oh, we've, we've cleared our officers of all charges. Right. But wait, why do you get to do that? <laughs> yeah. And that's the sad thing is that the police are an arm of the government and the government is the one that owns the courts. and so. Right. And even even the uh, even the district attorneys who are technically independent of the police, they rely a lot. They, <laughs> they 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 work. They have to work together. Yep. And they have to have a good working relationship. So if it's at all confrontational, yeah, no, it should be any any case of a of a of a shooting, a, an officer shooting yep. a civilian, should be. Uh, should be farmed out to an to an outside to an independent to an know, independent tribunal or something like that. Well, an independent investigator and prosecutor. 
a prosecutor mm-hmm. that does not work directly with that, you know, maybe maybe the, the and there's the a lot of there's a lot of times people are like, oh, we gave it to the county over to us. It's like, um, it's mm. not quite enough. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe maybe the maybe the federal should step in. Maybe I don't oh, know. What about states' rights? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I yeah. I don't have the case. answers. These are I, these are just their points, you know. <laughs> And it yeah. does make a really good point, is that... It does. It's a very good point. I don't have the answer, but there needs to be something. Yep. Cops being cruel to ground squirrels, you know, gets one of them fired. But, you know, the guy mm-hmm. that killed Fred, like, gave Freddie Gray the rough ride and shit like that, got away yeah. from it, you know? Yeah. Tamir Rise's killer, free, you know? Mm-hmm. It's fucking terrible. Uh, let's see, number three. Make standards for reporting police use of deadly force. Uh, a lot of reports yep. f- of police using deadly force aren't released to the public. This right. skews the stats when it comes down to who died by police hands, and it leaves the public in the dark about how the police operate. Black Lives Matters wants to standardize the reporting methods and make the whole process more transparent. I think that's absolutely fair. Yeah. and That's, as that's we, an absolutely fair thing to ask. Yeah. And there's, there's some states that are already implementing stuff like this. There's Like Chicago has a they have to release the footage within like the first like uh, 20 or 30 days or something like that. Yeah. And so they released a, a footage of a unarmed black kid being shot this week uh, when he was pulled over for almost hitting some, hitting another a fellow police officer, which I admit, you know, nearly hitting another cop is not a good idea, but it should not be a fucking death sentence. No, no, it shouldn't. No. Uh, let's see. Number four, independently investigate and prosecute police misconduct. I think we touched on this one a little bit already. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, they don't want the police investigating crimes committed by the police since it's proven to be a recipe for trouble. Instead, mm-hmm. they want an independently run government body to investigate whether or not an officer has violated the law. In the, in the short version, if a cop shoots someone, uh, someone other than the cops should look into the case to see if that shooting was lawful, which I agree. But, right. you know, they might say, oh, we have internal investigations already. That's mm, not quite this. That's not good. Yeah. Enough. No, that's that's not quite the same. No. Let's see. Have the racial makeup. This is number five, by the way. Have the racial makeup of police departments reflect the communities they serve, mm. which is pretty fucking simple to understand. Because, yeah, where was it that uh, they started to research the police department in the area and like it's like a ninety percent black community, but like oh only, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I'm afraid that I forgot the place where it was, but it was the one Fer- where was Ferguson. Yeah, Ferguson, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this one's simple enough to ask for, and it's harder mm-hmm. for it to happen in practice because uh, yeah. Black Lives Matter wants the police force to be racially representative of the areas they protect. If right. a community is fifty percent black, thirty percent Hispanic, and twenty percent white, they want to see a police force that reflects those demographics. However. For every two white officers they'd hire, they'd have to hire five black officers and hire three Hispanic officers, and that's mm-hmm. just not going to happen. Right. It, it's he. Yeah, that's, there's a lot of reasons for it too. <laughs> well, that's a, well, there's a lot of reasons for it. Yeah, that's harder to implement. Um, that's ideal. It's yes. hard to get it's people to volunteer to become ideal. police officers too, especially yeah. from those communities that don't trust police officers. <laughs> right. Um. No, that one's going to be, that's, that's a long, that's a long road. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of work that would have to be done to get that to happen. Yeah. And, um, and I think most police departments are to a fault inherently racist. They don't realize it sometimes, but. Right. It's, that's the, well, that's the nature of institutionalized that's the, that's racism. racism. You don't notice yeah. it quite. You know? Yeah. 
If I ask my my brother in law, who's a cop in Bountiful here, like, "Hey, are car cops racist?" and he's like, "No, we bleed up, beat up everybody." <laughs> it's kind of shitty would say probably, but it's not yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> but we talk about funny. We talk about horrible shit on the show all the time. You gotta laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, require officers to wear body cameras, and this yes. has been implemented in a lot of places already, with great success in some cases. Um, the debate comes down to when and why an officer can turn the camera off, because we've seen some reports where, like, oh, the body camera was damaged in this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so, like, they start to scuffle. Isn't that the first thing the cop does is reach for the camera and chucks it across the fucking room or something? <laughs> I got a GoPro that <laughs> could take a fucking beating, man. <laughs> yeah. No, every every time, anytime I hear that, oh, the camera was damaged, ah, uh, bullshit. Yeah, my it it takes I mean, all, most most stuff like you know like the iPhone that I have here. Mm-hmm. The optics on that thing are a like sapphire crystal. Yeah, <laughs> it takes a lot to break that fucking little piece of glass, you know. Yeah, so either they're buying either their their equipment shit. is <laughs> really shitty. Yeah, or it's too easy to turn them off. And I agreed. Sometimes they should be able to turn them off because you don't want you don't want. I I did videos of me doing uh, doing marathons and stuff last year, mm-hmm. and there are times I'd shut the camera off because I'm going into a porta john. Nobody wants to see that, <laughs> right? No one wants to see the small truth. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. But at the same time, there's, there's if you also, do hit me up, mailbag at Utah Outcast. Yeah, <laughs> but there's there's also a strong argument for you know maybe they shouldn't be able to turn them off. Yeah, because, well, the nature of being a police officer is you never know what's going to happen and when. Yeah. What if you were taking a piss and shots yeah. going out? You know, you forgot to turn yeah. your camera back on. Yeah. What if something happened when you were taking a piss? And, and also, it would involve you having this body camera that's on your chest area for them to see mm-hmm. the dick. You'd have to be kind of like leaning over. So yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. like that argument. I, I don't think it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that would really. I don't think that would be too you would, much. You would just of an see issue. a camera staring at a, at a urinal. Was all you'd yeah. really see. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Number seven: providing more training for police officers. Fucking yeah. duh. <laughs> How yeah. about more non-lethal ways of stopping people? <laughs> right. <laughs> How about reach for the taser first? Reach for anything else first. And so uh, supporters of Black Lives Matter believe that a lot of the issues between police officers and citizens have been instigated by rookie cops that are a little too eager to prove themselves in the field. Mm-hmm. And they feel a little extra training could help that out. Yeah. I, I, I've referenced it before on the show, but there were cops that came in from uh, the UK, uh, Scotland in particular, where they're like, uh, why are you guys doing all this? You're the cops. You know, you have, there's more of you than there are of them. Right. At that given time, you can call for backup and you just keep a guy detained like at arm's distance until you have a a sufficient gang enough that you can go in there and bring the guy down. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, there are less lethal ways you could beat the shit out of a guy. (laughs) Yeah. With a with a nightstick or, you know, one of the the ass batons that they smack people in the knees with, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're talking about a guy with a knife, yeah, I can understand, but you shouldn't have to fucking plug the dude. (laughs) No. To get a knife out of him, you know? If if he's got a stick, a bat, a knife, if he's got anything other than... If he's got anything other than a gun, your options are... Open. You know, (laughs) More open. Much more open. How about you Uh, talk the guy down? (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> well, who's on Angel Dust doing the news? I don't know what the... <laughs> uh, let's see. Number eight, and I agree with this one wholeheartedly. End for-profit policing practices. Mm-hmm. So right now, police can legally take any money or property that they believe, in quotes here, believe, that, you know, it, it knowledge is, a, I mean, what is it? A belief is a knowledge, a subset of knowledge or something like that. It right. is in some way, if they believe that it is linked to a crime. So they can just come up mm-hmm. with something. They don't have to prove it. They just have to believe it was. Right. Civil, civil forfeiture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can use that money and property as they see fit. Even right. if you're never convicted of that crime. Even if you're never charged. Yeah. Which is bullshit. With a crime. Yeah. Civil it, forfeiture. It is absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. They can, they can take, they can take your money. So if they pull you over and you have um, what they deem as a suspicious amount of cash. They can take it from you and no questions they can, asked. <laughs> they can take it from you. It's amazing. Because you could be using that cash for something illegal. Yeah, not like you're just going to go buy a car or something. You know? <laughs> not like you're going to buy a car. Not like you're moving. Not like you're on vacation. <laughs> So this this real issue here comes from um, many people take from different walks of life. See it as legalized robbery, which I I honestly see it as too because it's bullshit. And the other thing that we see a lot of the times is there are a lot of police that are tasked to do tax collecting for their cities that they're in. Not every city does it, but a lot of them have it where they have quotas. Mm Where they will pull people over, they will bring, write them tickets, they will do all this shit just so they can make income for the city. Right. A cop's yeah. job should not be fucking, you know, tax collecting. It no, should not no, be no, like, not at like all. penalty making kind of stuff. Yeah. John Oliver did a, a great, uh, a great yeah, segment on it. There's a real eloquent thing that he put out there. Oh, you yeah. Find it. Um, it was fantastic. Uh, number nine. I agree with this one too. Remember, this is the Black Lives Matter manifesto, guys. This is, <laughs> there's not much to it. It's not like a, radical terrorist group that you know these people want you to believe they are <laughs> they just have a set a set thing of ideas that they want to get through to you people so that you know you could change your mind about it so number nine in the police use of military equipment yes yes because it's yes. escalating <laughs> right yeah no there's there's no real reason for them to be using this equipment uh now i'm not inherently a, a opposed to them having access to it if they have it in their armory that's fine yeah but standard issue shouldn't be i mean every car should not have an ak yeah i should not see a a cop going into a restaurant with the fucking ar-15 strapped across his front or like hk5 or something like that yeah (laughs) and honestly how how often do you guys really need a fucking bearcat i mean it may look cool and it may sound cool mm. and everything, but do you it's, really need an armored personnel vehicle? No, they really department? don't. They they really really don't. Do you need something that's IED proof? Because it, to to a lot of people, and especially for me and for Black Lives Matter, when you make your organization a paramilitary group, what does that make us? Yeah, we're the enemy. You know, mm-hmm. and it, I see it that way. So. Mm-hmm. It really does drive home the us versus them mentality. And like I said, it is a it's escalating on both sides because now that, you know, the cops have this stuff, the citizens are like, well, I need something high power, too. You know? Yeah. But I, yeah, I, you, I, you saw you saw that in. Um, Dallas. Yeah, exactly. So but, big I guns mean, that, and body armor. I, yeah, I guess that was kind of a special circumstance. Yeah. But. So anyway, I, de- I digress. 
I mean, how many how many kids are going to be willing to go up to a police officer when they see them strapped like that? You know, I can understand them having bulletproof vests and stuff like that, but they don't need the sidearm with the 17 clips. You don't need that. You know? No, they don't. Let's go back to having police where they had a six shooter. That's all they had. <laughs> yeah. Because we don't need a cop to reload and fucking shoot people. Continue no. to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you need more than six shots, you need backup. Yeah. So open dialogue and transparency equals happy citizens. If you have mm-hmm. big guns and armor, that's scared citizens. So think about that. Think about what you're putting out there as a product. Uh, number 10, implement police union contracts that hold officers accountable for misconduct. Uh, so police unions have a history of protecting the police. You know, shocking. Uh, police yeah. officers accused of misconduct are no exception. But other members are often discouraged by their unions to speak out against those accused. You know, the thin blue line. Or whatever mm-hmm. the blue, whatever the fuck they call it, yeah. And this delays convictions and can stop valuable information or evidence from coming to light, which prevents real justice. When the police need unions to protect their rights, BLM argue that the unions should play their part in weeding out the bad apples. If not, the abuse of power will continue because the bad officers know that they can just continue to get away with it. Right. This one's this one's probably of of, of the ten. This is probably the most problematic. Because uh, it's an individual thing. Yeah, that's that. That's a change of culture. Uh, that that's not so much a, a matter of union policy. Yeah, as it is uh, a a cultural thing well, in the police force. There are a lot of police departments that have started implementing shit like this, and so right. Not the union specifically themselves, but you know the police department's going uh. We're not going to have any crooked cops here. If we find out you do anything bad, like we had Chris Burbank here in Utah, which right. might not be the greatest case because mm. he he held some stuff back that he really shouldn't have, you know. But right. he, but he also didn't let people get onto his force that didn't meet his standards. Right. And when bad shit happened, and you know they were culpable for it, he fired their ass like immediately. Right. He <laughs> did. Yeah. No. Burbank Except when it comes did, to higher yeah. up people. <laughs> yeah. No, that, yeah, that's not really a, a great example. Or Burbank. he was so close to retirement. <laughs> Burbank was kind of thrown under the bus by the uh, the mayor. Um, but I've that was, also that was a heard... Shitty, that's a shitty... Yeah. That bad was, example, bad shitty. example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, people. That's That's the 10 reason... That's the 10 point thing that the Black Lives Matter people have out there. And uh, if you find yourself in uh, kind of, that, if you find yourself in s- group. stark, you know, opposition to him, you can stop listening to the show because those yeah. are all good ideas, and they're not trying to say, you know, only black people should be doing this stuff. That's mm-hmm. not that's not what they're saying at all. So, like uh, like we were joking about earlier, you can call yourself a feminist. You can say Black Lives Matter. That doesn't mean you're you're shitting on everything else. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. That's not how it works. <laughs> Yeah, believe it or not, these things, uh, if implemented, would, would, would benefit, benefit everybody. It, it benefit <laughs> everybody. Yeah. yeah. We, we would all be much safer. Exactly. Just like the MRAs that are saying that, you know, women get uh, custody of kids every time. It's like, well, because there's a systematic way of thinking that, you know, mm-hmm. women the, are the one that are supposed to raise the kids. Yeah. <laughs> women are the caregivers. How about we fix well, that misconception? And yeah, then, you, that, it's amazing how that would fix the other ones down the line. That's amazing. Yeah. 
Fucking MREs. I swear to God sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the God I don't believe in. Okay, that's it for us on the Atheist Decalogue. We're going to jump to one more commercial break, and then we're going to be back with... Actually, not one more, because we still have one more segment after this. We're going to jump to the commercials, mm-hmm. and then we'll be back with Fun with Real Audio. Catch you guys yeah, in one... Which will be much funnier. And a lot faster. You. Yes. <laughs> be right back. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution Podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show. Such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. All right, we have returned, and we're going to jump into fun with real audio. And the first guy that we have up here uh, for you guys to enjoy this week is a guy by the name of Jesse Lee Peterson. Um, and he says some controversial shit. And I'm I'm kind of glad Felicia's not here because she would be so goddamn mad with this guy. Yeah. As you, as you can see on the YouTube, I've got him queued up to go and like, oh. Anyway, I'm going to let him dig his own grave, so here we go. Good. We should also congratulate him on his first appearance on the show. Yeah, congratulations, and we're going to make fun of you. <laughs> Ready? I was uh, at the gym the other day talking to a bunch of guys. We were just kind of standing around talking, and they were complaining about their wives and their girlfriends, and these was a bunch of white guys, black guys, and Indian well, not any Arab-looking guys. Indian, not Why Arab. Why can't tell if they're Indian, an Arab, or Armenian? Because they all look alike to me. Oh, my God. This is the black guy saying this. And just going off, right? And some guys said, well, why do you think this is happening? And they had all kinds of excuses. And then I finally said, well, the reason it happened because you guys are women. Uh-oh. And you don't know how to deal with a woman right. And I like, what do you mean we're women? I said, do you have anger? And they said, all of them said, yes, they have anger because anger is natural. Everybody has anger. <laughs> it just that uh, it all depends on how you let it control you, how you use it. Anger can be used for good or bad. They were going on and on, right? And so I said, well, any man who has anger is a woman. <laughs> I mean, should I emphasize the woman thing? And they were like, oh. What do you mean? They were like going off, right? And I said, you guys have become like your mothers. And that's why you complain about your women, because you hate, you become attracted to what you hate, so you're involved with women that... Uh, this guy's so fucking dumb. ...women that are just like your mothers, and you can't handle them. <laughs> uh. <laughs> just bring up the... Look at this guy's face. Just, uh. <laughs> oh, that's just ridiculous, man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Any man who has anger is a woman. <laughs> Wait, is this guy, is he serious? He's like actually on stage as like some Republican TED Talk thing, I guess. Or <laughs> who knows what it is, but man. <laughs> I was talking to these people. I I can't. I can't. I don't see race except I can't tell Indian from Arab. <laughs> I was at the gym and I was like, "Y'all, a bunch of women. What? <laughs> How dare you say that about us, uh, sir? I, I I believe I have issue with that." <laughs> uh, 
Although I have to congratulate this guy on making me uh, making me feel <laughs> a little um, eloquent. I can understand being nervous in front of a crowd, but this is fucking ridiculous. Man. <laughs> How? Mm. <laughs> How did this guy get a public speaking job? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I mean, I can guarantee you, I sound a lot better than this if I'm actually talking to people in public. Yeah, because you're. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't kind of, I don't really kind of ramble like, and I don't know. Because I was kind of, and I don't really then know. Then I said the thing with the people. That's and... the thing. Yeah. He, Wait, we're he getting Cosby-esque here. That's, <laughs> that's dangerous. <laughs> I can't really tell the difference between the Arabs and the Native Americans and the black people. You're I... attracted to what you hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, man? Oh no. <laughs> That means you're a bunch of women. What? Wait, you're didn't that's what you hate? Didn't that stop being a pejorative like a long time ago? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, yeah. it's easy to get a rise out of a fucking typical guy where you're like, quit acting like a woman and be like, oh. I was, I was, I was afraid. I was kind of afraid <laughs> here for a second that, that would turn into a, a a gay thing. Oh, I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was very close to turning into a gay thing. Yeah, thank goodness it didn't. We'd have some splaining to do. <laughs> That we, we would have some splaining. I think he might have some splaining to do. <laughs> and he <laughs> kind of reminds so Just the mannerisms, the way he's talking, makes me think of Red Fox. I'm just like, I'm coming, Elizabeth. That's <laughs> 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 not to say all black people look the same. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just having some fun. Congratulations, Jesse Lee Pedersen, on your first and probably last. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to hear much else from him, but man, this is a beautiful clip that I just had to get for you guys. That was amazing. We, <laughs> did, we didn't even really have to say anything about No, because that. he had no substance to attack there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just, that was great. That was hilarious. <laughs> okay, now that we have uh, we finished up that first clip, let's jump into some some fucking interview segment that's happening on The Blaze, you know. Oh, the blade. Glenn Beck's network that's apparently going down in flames. Uh, he's having an interview with, I, I don't know if the, the subtitles will tell me who he's talking to. No, but um, anyway, he's he's having an interview. And of course, he's always got to bring up the whole, you know, I was having a conversation with my daughter. He likes to say that one a lot because he's <laughs> he walked out on God's Not Dead because of his daughter. And apparently he's also uh, having a, a discussion with his daughter about politics. Here we go. I don't believe Donald Trump is our savior right. by any means. Right. The fear that I have, and it, you're talking about it in your book, the yeah. fear I have is that if Hillary Clinton does become president for four or for eight years, the damage that she could do could be lasting to the point where... Oh, I, I think if she gets elected, I think we're looking at Argentina. <laughs> I think we're looking at Evita. Don't we're cry looking for at Argentina. me, Argentina. Um, however, I think there's also a chance that if Donald Trump gets uh, elected, we're looking at Mussolini because we <laughs> yeah, are going actually, to I believe that one. horrible yeah. economic times and horrible times um, of revolution in the streets. A strong man can come up, either a male or a female, it doesn't matter. Communist dictatorship doesn't matter. That is the progressive choice, a dictatorship, <laughs> fascist or communist. There's no constitutionalist here. 
There's nobody talking about the constitutionalists. So my fear, and I, my daughters just asked me this um, <laughs> last night. So, Dad, what does it look like under Hillary? And I said, Avita. Worst case scenario. What's it look <laughs> like under Shitty Madonna. Madonna movie. Worst case scenario. Um, Mussolini. Well, so then what do we do? A, you have to make that choice. I can't make that choice. I'm done. I can't. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do myself. Yeah, since Ted didn't make it but in. But as I said to my kids, <laughs> either one of those end with dad in jail. So. <laughs> oh, we can only hope. <laughs> Dad going to jail over that over why? Why would you be why? going to jail? I mean, why? can I, you can you explain that to me, Glenn? Why would you be going to jail? <laughs> we don't want to talk about that cuz he's hiding, he's desperately clearing his browser history. <laughs> that was another part of Suicide Squad I fucking love. <laughs> <laughs> that throwaway line was amazing. Clear my browser history. If he shoots me, <laughs> first kill him and then go clear my browser history. <laughs> oh, but throwaway lines. Let's let's talk about this real quick, Glenn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Underneath, uh, underneath Clinton, I don't think you'd have to worry about your First Amendment rights going away. No. Under Trump, he's already said that he doesn't like the press. No, he, he doesn't. Uh, Trump would get rid of as much as he legally could, as much as the Senate and the Congress would allow him to do. As much opposition do. as he could get rid yes. of. Yes. He <laughs> would do. Clinton, I don't know that she would really do quite the same thing. I I don't see I don't see mm. Clinton doing anything that Obama hasn't already. You know? No, no, yeah, no. Because believe it or not, and I don't know if you realize this, Mister Beck, the president does not have the power to make those kind of drastic changes. <laughs> No, it, it, you know, we have a three-party system, well, not three-party, but, you know, we had three individual houses of government here. Right. You know, branches, sorry, branches, that's the word I'm looking branches. for. <laughs> Where, you know, one doesn't necessarily supersede the other, you know. Right. So, you know, even with the Trump presidency, as long as we have a strong Congress and a strong Senate, which we don't right now. And if we had a court that wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> if we, that shit. We did, but the thing yeah. is, Trump would be nominating the people that the House and Senate would push through. And... Right. So yeah, no, that's uh that that would be that would be kind of scary. Well, Don't I keep, you think? I keep telling people that the the battle isn't for the presidency. <laughs> that's not the battle. No. That's one that's one part of the three branches, you know. Yeah. We have a Supreme Court that's one person less right now because of right. the fucking right. We, but right. we need we need to get more House and we need to get more Senate. We need right. more of that. We need the two other rooms. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. the the next The next president is be, because apparently apparently this Senate this Congress is not going to allow uh, Obama's that Supre Supre Supreme Court nominee <laughs> to to actually go through. Um, that's, that's pretty apparent. Yeah. And well, one, that's absolute shit. <laughs> that they're doing. That's, so I, I if, they're not, if they're not going to let that go through, the next president will be nominating not just one, but probably two because 
RGB is is done. <laughs> she's <laughs> hanging in there as hard as she can. <laughs> she's she's hanging on as hard as she can, but she's getting up there. Yep. She does not have much time left, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure she wants to retire, but she is kind of terrified to retire right now. <laughs> Which is sad that you know <laughs> people that should not be partisan are having to play the partisan game. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Right. And uh, part of me doesn't part of me thinks she doesn't really want to retire because she re- I think she really fucking loves that job. I think she likes being a justice quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She's she's an awesome lady. She really is. Next up on the docket, we have my favorite. Well, actually, he's starting to be less of my favorite. Brian Fisher. Uh, uh, only because he's getting he's getting really fucking weird. <laughs> you know, he's well, he's getting weird and tired. He he's only got so much so much stick he can go through. Yeah, I mean, there's only so many demons he can exercise. It seems, you know. <laughs> anyway, he's he's on the AFR network, American Family Radio, and it's obvious it's not very <laughs> family friendly to me, at least. <laughs> Uh, anyway, he wants to talk about um, he, Trump came out earlier this week talking about a secret video that he had watched of a plane dropping money off to Iran. Oh, a video that doesn't exist. The video that doesn't exist. And, you know, the money that we're paying to Iran is actually money that's been owed to them for, for quite yeah. some time because we decided that, you know, mm-hmm. if you had that political revolution, we're just not going to pay you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though we probably should have to not be shitbags. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we disagreed with their government, and we still do, but at the same time, pay your debts. Yeah, which um, is what we're doing. So, yeah, yeah no, the, the well, money delivery the funny, was... The funny thing is, and the mistaken thing that we have here is that this is a payment that was brought down by The Hague. And for people that are wondering what The Hague is, is that it's the courts where this is the world <laughs> saying, look, we're an impartial party. These people have mm-hmm. a grievance against you. You guys did wrong. You better pay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are, yeah, there were two separate things. They're talking about uh, prisoner release and this yeah. payment. They just happen to coincide. Coincide, yeah, which is, mm. yeah, but according to the right, you know, there's no such thing as coincidence. Oh, no, there's no such thing as coincidence. Coincidental things happen all the time. All right, let's go, Brian Fisher. What do you got? Basically, basically, he's being Sharia compliant here. No, he's not. Our president is a, is a fan of the Islamic faith. He's a Muslim sympathizer. And one of the doctrines of Islam is that if you are an infidel nation, you must pay a submission tax. It's That's called jizya. And this is what the Muslims will tell you at the point of a sword. You either convert to Islam, you pay the submission tax, or you die. Those are your three choices as infidel. Or you leave. So mm. what this is is a jizya tax. A jizya tax? Our Sharia-compliant <laughs> president paying a jizya tax, a, jizz a submission tax? tax to an Islamic government. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you know, hey, I'm glad we finally paid that jizya tax. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I... I I've studied more Islam than I really wanted to. Uh, yeah. You only have to pay jizya tax or jizya. He says jizya, but it's it's J-I-Z-Y-A. It's not yeah. jizya. There's no extra syllable in the middle there. Mm-hmm. It's jizya mm-hmm. or however the fuck they pronounce it, but it's not jizya. Right. Anyway, we're getting t- caught up on words. Anyway, <laughs> the, the, the whole law is that only pertains to Muslim controlled countries. 
Right. Or Muslims themselves, which we are neither. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, this, this kind of tax is meant for if you're a Christian living in, like, uh, the Islamic State. Believe it or not, as, as much as they want to say the Islamic State will behead you and everything, n- no, if you pay, <laughs> you can yeah. stay. You know? Yes. That's you what jizya can, is yeah. for. Yes. You can, Ideally, pay, you can pay your tax and not die. Or, you hmm. know, you could be like, I'm sure every atheist would be <laughs> if <laughs> something like that happened and we're all of a sudden faced with crazy religious people, which we might be with Christians eventually one of these days, <laughs> where they go, do you give up your your way of life and you know, do you choose to take Jesus Christ as your savior or we're going to kill you? I think every atheist would be like, yup, I, mm. I love that Jesus guy. He's great. <laughs> Praise Jesus. And the, but the, I know there's going to be some hardliners out there. They're going to be like, no, no I wouldn't do that. And like, no, <laughs> if you're. <laughs> no, I don't know. You probably would. <laughs> I don't want to go no true Scotsman on anybody here, but, you know, no true atheist would give up their life for an idea. <laughs> <laughs> you either convert to Islam or you die. Uh, Allahu Akbar. Ah. <laughs> uh, 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 Admiral Akbar? <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Uh, Admiral Akbar. Admiral <laughs> No. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. Aloha snack bar? Wait. I got 20 bucks. Am I good? <laughs> uh, you're good for now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you know, we can't do fun with real audio without an Alex Jones clip because he's so fucking crazy oh hang on let me before i let the guy start talking let's just say uh pope francis came out and said a whole bunch of stuff you know about kids being able to choose their gender this week and you know he proved that he's not as pope fluffy as everybody thinks he is he's still the hardline guy Mm -hmm. you know he's the he's the guy that has a shiny pr department that makes him look nice but he's not he's still the fucking pope hey how y'all doing i'm a da pope i'm a da pope (laughs) Even though he's like Central American, <laughs> I, I I can't do a Central American. N- neither can I without sounding like Slopo Rodriguez. <laughs> that's just wrong. <laughs> he's the Speedy Gonzalez Pope. <laughs> no, I'm the Pope. <laughs> what was that? Anyway, we have that was Alex my Jones. Speedy Gonzalez Pope. We have we have. <laughs> So Alex Jones talking about the Pope. Yeah, it's really racist. Here we go. I mean, you can clearly say what you want about the church before this or its different permutations and and what it's done and whether it was always bad or always good, but now the Catholic Church is no more. It is run by someone who is a false prophet. Is he the false prophet? I got ABC News saying soon all children will have microchips and you will accept it. And you better believe this guy will tell you to take a microchip. He's calling for a cashless society. I, I mean, I wonder if he's got a little red tail, you know, wrapped up in his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, concerned about that red tail there, aren't you, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal with the red tail, man? Hey, what's what? up with that red tail? What, what you doing down there, man? He's a false prophet. He's a false prophet. He's a false I didn't know who said it. I'd say that's Satan himself. This guy is an abomination. <laughs> He's an abomination. What? He's an abomination. <laughs> oh, abomination. Gotcha. Oh, ab- ab- abomination. 
God, he's so used to railing against Obama that he's just calling everything an abomination. <laughs> That's an abomination. The Pope doing what the Pope does best. It, the Pope does. He he threw a, he throws the, all this batshit crazy stuff out there in the middle of it. Like no kidding. <laughs> he's like, we're ter- the Pope wants a cashless society. Who doesn't want a cashless society? Fuck. I barely use cash anymore. Cash is bullshit. I fucking hate cash. <laughs> I love the fact that like all the farmers market stuff. Yes, I go to the farmers market, buy local motherfuckers, uh, <laughs> where they can do like the square thing where you swipe your card uh, yeah. and you know it's amazing. You know if they did get to the point where it's hand tattoos and shit like that, like in the, the whatever the fuck those terrible. Oh man, I used to I I watched a bunch of. Uh, post-apocalyptic not post-apocalyptic you know the 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 christian movies where they're mm-hmm. like you know the number of the beast is going to be a tattoo on your hands and if you don't have the mark you can't <laughs> buy stuff and that yeah let's go there and you know the chips inside sure. chips and kids you know uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> do, do you I... chip your dog <laughs> yes you do <laughs> why don't you chip your kid why not if found <laughs> if found please return to <laughs> hey i found a kid Bloop. oh that's where you belong. Why not? You know, because have you know. ever have you ever tried asking a lost kid like what is where do you name live or <laughs> name or phone number? Who's your mom? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm so scared. I can't, I'm lost. <laughs> Seriously, if you have ever encountered a lost child, wouldn't you rather just be able to like scan him? QR and code know, his forehead. Know where he <laughs> know where he belongs. <laughs> Will you please come pick up your child? I mean, and even even if it's the whole biometric thing where, like, you have, uh, if they scan your little rice grain chip or whatever the fuck it is in your hand <laughs> kind of thing, and they can add building access to it. Boy, that would be nice to be able to go, like, wave in front of the, the sensor to beep yourself in instead of having to remember where your fucking badge is to get to the building. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You can't lose your hand. Well, you could. You could. But- it it would be a little more severe than yeah. just having to turn around and drive home to pick up your piece of plastic. Oh, and then there's going to be all the people biohacking and shit like that's like I'm going to put an RF shield on it. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever, <laughs> Alex. There, you got more shit to worry about than whether the whether Pope Francis is satanic. I mean, he's no. not. <laughs> he's not. He said a shitty thing, and but the Pope always says shitty things. <laughs> wrapped around other good things which are wrapped around decent things which are wrapped around other shitty things alex should honestly be worrying about the people that are satanic (laughs) yes the actual satanic people the satanists out there not Mm. you know levain but you know the other ones that are coming to wreck your house of cards Okay, so that's all we have for Fun with Real Audio. We are going to jump into our highs and lows for the week. Well, actually, probably not even lows. I'm just going to do highs because lows are kind of a downer for you guys. Maybe we'll have something, but... Nobody, uh, we'll, want, nobody wants to hear our low points. Nobody wants to hear us talking about how we got, like, a, uh, an impacted turd. Nobody really wants to hear about that, you know? <laughs> nobody wants to hear about the big blackhead in my armpit that hurt really bad, you know? <laughs> that, that really, neither of those happened, by the way. I'm just giving you guys gross ideas to put in your brain because... I'm in your ears right now, and I'm making you think of things. Anyway, that's it for Fun With Real Audio. Be right back. Looking for something new and exciting, or maybe just a change from the old Atheist Show format? Cellar Door Skeptics Podcast provides listeners with hours of enjoyment each week on Spreaker and iTunes. 
Check us out as we talk politics, religion, science, reviews of books and music, along with the occasional interview just for a twist. Join Christopher Tanner and Chris Hanna every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern as they bring fresh content to you. Walk with us through the cellar door as we help you prepare for the revolution. You can find us on Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, and even on Facebook. All right, so here we are with our last segment of the show. Hopefully that last break sat well with you because uh, this is the last <laughs> bit of the show that you have to make it through for you to reach the end song. <laughs> no, I'm just it's kidding. the end song. You love my music. <laughs> you love my choice of songs. I know you do. Uh, so what we're going to talk about right now is our highs for the week. Uh, we're kind of downplaying the lows because uh, I don't know about you guys, but the week's shitty enough as it is. I don't want to hear about everybody else's problems, and I'm sure you don't want to hear about ours. Nobody Let me know wants to hear my low points. Mailbag at utahoutcast.com. Let me know if you if you if you uh, agree or disagree on that one. Uh, let's see. Um, sorry, I'm eating a banana. <laughs> so anyway, the high point for this week for me, uh, it's been a bit of a conundrum for me because I had a blast going to see Suicide Squad with my wife mm-hmm. and some of the extended family. I've got a I've got a case of the doldrums, really, because I've been doing like the same routine for a while. And it's nothing to do with the show. I love doing the show. But next week coming up, I'm going to be gone for like three days going up to a place that doesn't have internet connection. So it's going to be nice to unplug for a couple of days. Um, Where are you going? Bear Lake. Ooh, Bear Lake. Which it kind of has spotty, like... It AT&T does. connection, but you know, it's, it's enough <laughs> where I turn it off most of the time. Cause I'm like, fuck mm. it. <laughs> but, it's a nice little place. Look it up. If you don't know it, it's a really fucking big lake. And the cool thing is that yeah, it borders it Idaho. So I'm going to go get me some booze. <laughs> uh, but let's see. To, really, to nail it really na- close to the Wyoming border too. So you can get booze from two States. Yeah. I don't think I can, I can convince the wife. Hey, let's go to Wyoming. Why? Cause I want booze. Nah, you can just, get booze at home. <laughs> just, just drive there, and then go. Oh, look, we're in Wyoming. <laughs> Let's get some booze in this discount liquor store that's right across the border. But to uh, to nail it down for me, what was possibly the best part of my week this week is that, um, and I hate to play the dad card so often on the show, but that that's my lot in life, really. But my middle kid, who's a, a middle child of all of two minutes, because I have twins. Um, but when I was getting ready to go for a run earlier this week, uh, not a long one, like a little two-mile one, she said she wanted to tag along. And it made me happy because, you know, all my life I wanted to do shit with my dad. And um, I wanted to be part of some of the things that he did. But he was always, you know, oh, maybe next time, son. I'm too busy right now, you know. Uh, anyway, so instead of saying the same shit my old man told me, you know, the maybe next time stuff, I gave in and I said, sure, you can come with me. And it's pr- it took a lot longer than I, I normally would go for because I'm out and back, especially like during the busy days of the week. I'm out for like 25 minutes. It took me 38 minutes <laughs> this time. <laughs> but I have to keep in mind, my kid's five. And she went out for two miles with me. And that's pretty fucking impressive for uh, even adults to do two miles. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And she didn't run the whole time. I mean, yeah, I didn't expect her to, but it was really cool because, uh, I mean, I would normally go out and it's not really a workout for me going that slow, but being able to share a moment with my daughter who only wanted to have some one-on-one time with her dad and she's kind of made it her, we're going to go for a run again, dad, aren't we? We're going to go for a run. I'm like, like, this could be our thing. It's kind of cool. So I was really touched. So, and like I said, that's like, it was like 18 minutes a mile, 19 minutes a mile. And now she's really just barely five. 
she did awesome because fuck i remember when i first started running i couldn't jog for like 30 seconds at a time before getting winded and having to walk and that's kind of how you build up your resistance but the other thing that uh Kyle can't see, but uh, you people watching on the YouTube can see, is that that little hiss that you just heard there is I found something at the store today that I did not think. I know they were talking about it happening, but I didn't think it was going to happen. But I'm going to show it on camera, and Kyle can't see it. But they got fucking motherfucking Crystal Pepsi back in the store. And I bought one. (laughs) And they know it's a novelty thing because this fucking <laughs> bottle of soda cost me like two bucks and it's a 20 ounce. And it tastes exactly like I remember it being. It's just kind of fun to have this little bit of nostalgia. The, the, the funny thing is, though, they sell them in these normal Pepsi bottles that you'd get them in like nowadays. But I fondly remember Crystal Pepsi coming in the glass bottles with a twist oh, top yeah. on them. And they had the the label on the outside was that styrofoam label shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. I remember getting a free sample of Crystal Pepsi going to see, uh, oh shit, who was it? Oh, Def Leppard. <laughs> With the fucking Hysteria album. <laughs> oh, Def Leppard. It was the uh, Def Leppard. They toured with Ugly Kid Joe. Oh, uh, man. I remember uh, that tour. <laughs> if that doesn't date me, <laughs> I, I really Everything don't know. about what... you. I know what we should end the show with today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. They were, they were handing out free samples of crystal Pepsi. I mean, it's, it's not, it's just a novelty really. It It, really is. It's Pepsi without the caramel color is all it is. Yeah. It tastes like Pepsi basically. And it just, it just made me really happy because the last time I saw this was in when I first moved to Utah, like 1995. (laughs) And I was at the rec center on base playing some pool with my dad. And I wanted to get a soda from, like, the, the rec center they had there. And I I saw them open the fridge, and I saw they had a can of Crystal Pepsi in the back. And I'm like, wait, is that Crystal Pepsi? They're like, uh, man, I don't know how long it's been in there. I'm like, they stopped making it, like, three years ago. It's been in there, like, three years then. And so I drank it, got sick as shit. But that's the last time I had it. And I, was, I just saw it today, and I was like, oh, oh my God, it's Crystal Pepsi. Gotta have it. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that one too, and uh, I I refrained from buying it. Yeah, this will be the last one I have because the one it's, bottle is like three hundred calories worth of sugar. So yeah, it's almost like as nerded out as I got about Ecto Cooler coming out. But the the real shit that I got crazy about, and I'm a soda guy. I like some sodas. Was I saw they started making Surge again. Mm-hmm. I was about to buy a case of that, but I'm like, no, really, you don't need it. <laughs> oh, you should you should see how much surge they go through at the uh, the nerd store. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure if I went up there for a visit, I'd be like, I'll have a surge, please. <laughs> oh, they've got cases of it. It's very popular. Oh, among- I'm sure it is. The neckbeards <laughs> love it. It's very popular amongst the Pokemon players. <laughs> you need that energy. It's like 400 calories <laughs> a can, man. Uh, I remember buying that at the Del Taco over here. No, actually, sorry, not Del Taco. A local chain of of taco restaurants called the Taco Maker, which is just a shitty version of Taco Time. <laughs> uh, I remember when it came out and they're like, it gives you energy from carbs. It's got <laughs> carbs. That was really? the main selling point. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's better than caffeine, right? Okay. Oh, no, it's got, like, shitloads of caffeine, too. Or, you know, we had that, 
when there was the 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 geek programming community that started like <laughs> the elite speak people started taking over and we had uh balls energy that was there for a while and <laughs> there was a particularly shitty drink that i remember came out in like the late 90s called orbeez <laughs> yeah i remember those didn't they have the uh they, had, the... like, lo- they look like lava lamps they had floating yeah, chunks it, of shit it, in there yeah they had the flavor balls in them oh man that was oh. terrible <laughs> <laughs> oh it was awful to drink those things but the funny thing is i like i like a, a bubble tea like i love boba yeah that's pretty because it's chewy you know yeah that he, stuff he, wasn't chewy it was like clumps no. of gelatin <laughs> yeah no they were not chewy that was awful it's like drinking tiny little slugs it's like if I could find somebody to send me a package of the uh, Salsa Verde uh, Doritos 3Ds that they had. Oh. Oh, yeah. Those are good. I, I'm, I'm old school snacky. I love this shit. There's a reason I got to be 310 pounds. <laughs> and I'll quickly oh. be heading there if I keep drinking shit like this. So Crystal Pepsi's Crystal bat in the market. Pepsi. I might buy a couple more just to keep in reserve. For a limited time, keep it for three years. <laughs> three years and then get sick of shit off it. But, I mean, it would be a good mix, but you'd have to put, like, equal parts with how much sugar is in this. Mm-hmm. But by the time you do that, all the alcohol is going to pull the carbonation out. It's not going to taste as good, but... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Does it even... How do, does it even taste like it used to? If you remember how it used to taste? Yeah. I mean, when I had the sip of it, I'm like, oh, that's exactly as I remember it. <laughs> but I haven't had a soda in a while, so I was like, is it more carbonated than it used to be? I'm like, no, that's not it. And I'm not used to drinking, like, sugar sodas. So, like, I had oh, a, yeah. I had the sip of it, and I'm like, oh, this is like drinking syrup. <laughs> it's so sweet. It, it uh-huh. honestly tastes like you're drinking fucking maple syrup, but, like, bubbly maple syrup. Yeah, but, not like, drinking maple syrup would actually be kind of good. I why don't they make a maple syrup soda? Maple soda. And I, for all the Canadian people out there that might be listening, <laughs> I would love to have some maple candies. You know, the kind where they boil it down. That's They boil the sap all the way down until they pour it into, like, the snow. <laughs> and they make the maple candies. I watch Caillou. I know what's up. <laughs> oh, that's real? That they real. do that? <laughs> like, there is a game that's actually called Ringette. I'm like, what? Oh, it's like, it's girls hockey. Get the fuck out of here. What? <laughs> Damn it, Caillou. God, it's a I ring that they put on the ice show. and you poke at it with a rubber stick. And it's just weird. I fucking hate Caillou. One of those few shows I just went, no, you're not watching that with me in the room. No, no thanks, no. kids. No. No. I'd, no. I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do you got, Kyle? What's your highs for the week? Uh, I, I don't. I don't. Okay, so uh, after a prolonged absence, I finally got to go do the Nerd Dome podcast again. And that was a fucking good time. <laughs> um, also a very good time because I got to pick up some great new, not really new comics, uh, Grizzly Shark. Oh, I've heard good things about it. Oh, Grizzly Shark. I finally... I finally picked up my my copies it's a it's just a three issue it's just a three issue run but it is so good uh and it the climax is grizzly shark versus sea bear (laughs) it's so it's so good 
Uh, and I, I also picked up another comic uh, called Animosity, which it, it's it's very new, and it centers around animals waking up and becoming sentient. And, oh yeah, I saw the trade preview for that. One. Yeah, and being able to speak. Uh, there, there's a lots of there's lots of. It's good. Planet of the Apes, but with all animals. Yes, <laughs> it's good and it's funny and it's sentimental in parts and. Um, the sloths wake up, <laughs> the sloths wake up. They, they show in the beginning of the comic, all the, all these animals waking up, the, the, the pandas wake up and they steal the guns away from their, like the guards <laughs> and they just shoot each other screaming. Why have you kept us alive for so long? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> like all these other animals are like ah fuck you human or uh oh god what am i doing uh, <laughs> and like a, a a polar bear becomes self-aware and sentient while he's eating a seal and goes oh god what have i done <laughs> 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 and this pair, and the, they show this pair of sloths becoming sentient, becoming self-aware, and the only thing they say is, "God, damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, pick those up. The uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, grizzly shark versus uh, sea bear. The Grizzly Shark three issue comics. Uh, go look for the Animosity comic because it was brilliantly done. Sounds charming. Uh, <laughs> it is. It actually. It actually really is. I'm looking forward to the next few episodes of that one. Um, and go go listen to this last episode of the the Nerd Dome podcast because uh, especially right at the end, I derailed the fuck out of the show. <laughs> That's kind of what I do. I get back. I get back to, to that show, and we record it in the back room of the nerd store, uh, of the this comic book shop, and I just went nuts. Blueberries. <laughs> I, I went nuts and blueberried the fuck out of it, and we talked about bad movies, and it was a good time. All right, so that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, we're off to go record the Utah Outcast Secret Patron Show of which you can catch all the old episodes on our YouTube and podcast feed at utahoutcast.com. So if you feel like getting access to all of the secret shows and additional content, you can join us beyond the veil if you check out patreon.com slash utahoutcast and select the level of support that you can get behind. Uh, Also keep keep in mind, you can reach us anytime through our social media empire, through comments on YouTube, voicemail, text, or email. We've had the number up on the screen, 347-669-3377. So thanks to Kyle for joining me once again this week. But sadly, this is the part where we must say to y'all that the Utah Outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new episode. But until then, you're welcome. Good night, everybody. Oh, and bon week. See you guys.
God in four years some people are killed I'm right you know <laughs> I don't ever remember him saying summer of rage at any time no he didn't and I'd be willing to bet if we were willing to spend the time to go back and listen to his shows for four years nope <laughs> we wouldn't find anything about him saying uh, anything about Benghazi or Clinton supplying guns, guns, running guns to anybody because that's not, well, one, that's not something that's on the radar. And two, how the fuck do you know? What's the recipe for surprising the kids, treating yourself, and ditching dish duty? Ordering your Pizza Hut babes like original pan, original stuffed crust, and more. Order now at PizzaHut.com. No one out pizzas the hut. Prices and participation vary. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 